Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Live Wire Fantasy Football. We are brought to you by the Rise Network, which is our official platform for our show. Be sure to visit www.risenetworkus.com to visit all the shows, bloggers, streamers, and YouTubers. Rise is a network that embraces everybody and everything with a focus on these three words. Growth. Ascension. Rise. Welcome back to Live Wire Fantasy Football. It's week six. We're here with my co-host, Colin Macklem. Good afternoon. And my beautiful producer, Roger Curitan. Hello. It's been a while since I called you that. Rock, you zip Very it up weird. for me, please? I'm not zipping it up. I want to keep right. it down. I want people to know I got chest hair. I'm just getting distracted over here, that's all. Oh, easy now. Hey, hey Rod, <laughs> you know what I want to start with? I want to start with your um, week five, Monday Night L, as I'm sure a lot of people, a lot of people went through this, so this is going to be interesting. I mean... We had two guys in that game, and three guys in that game with Four between guys. Lamar, Hollywood, and Mark Andrews that got over like 30 points. Jonathan Taylor did as well. Jonathan Taylor did too. So there was Pittman got like 23. So there was a lot of guys in that game who went nuts who probably ruined someone's week. Not Blankenship. Not Blankenship. That's why I lost. That's not why you lost. Well, I also lost. Looking at it right now, you lost um, mainly because this guy, Hollywood Brown, had 30, 33 and a half points. Yeah, you were fucked. So I just want to hear, like, can I get a quote from you for the people? How are you feeling after that Monday night banger? Pain. Pain. Spain without the S. All right. It, it's, it's pain. It's painful. For every fantasy owner who has to go watch a game on Monday night to determine if you're going to win is the worst. It's the worst. I don't care what anybody says. It is the worst. Everyone's like, oh, it's so fun to get to it. No, it's not enjoyable to sit there and have to watch. Like, you don't want Marquise Brown to catch one ball. You don't want, I don't know. You don't want Lamar to, I don't, it's terrible. Playing no, defense sucks. Playing defense sucks, but playing catch up is a good time. Yeah. If you have, you if you're the guy with, with Lamar and, or with uh, Hollywood and Mark right. Andrews, you're fine. Yeah, that's fun. You know, but it also sucks. Like two weeks ago, week four, I had like Darren Waller and, and to win the game and, I just literally needed that man to get one catch, and so I'm praying every every single snap. I'm following him off the line. Like, where is he? Where is he? Where is he? And then he doesn't get the ball, and then it's like, dude, this sucks, man. But I mean, it sucks when you versing a guy like who started Sam Darnold, who got you eight point, who got him eight points, and you still lost. That's that's tough. Contrary to Rod's loss, I was in a league where I was down forty going into Monday night. We had me and a partner had easy. You know, yeah, yeah. yeah you guys know easy. He's yeah, easy. he's been on the Sunday show. He'll be here this Sunday, right? Yes, he will be. Yeah, but we had we were down forty. We had Hollywood and Mark Andrews, and we were versing Jonathan Taylor. And Jonathan Taylor busted that seventy-five yard touchdown on the first the first drive of the game for the Colts. And about halftime, he had like 30, 25, 30 points, something like that. Yeah, you guys, you guys thought it was GGs. At yeah, that so point. at that point, we were down sixty-five going into halftime or something like that. And all of a sudden, Hollywood and Mark Andrews literally get every ball in the second half. It seemed like every single ball. Yeah. We had 80 points going into Monday Night Football. We finished with 161 and won by five points. <laughs> yeah, and Mark Andrews caught the OT winner. So, Or, yeah. I'm sorry, Hollywood. So that put you guys over the edge. Yep. Yeah, they were disgusted. Well, that's, hey, guys, that's that's the game of fantasy football. Yep. That's what it is. You never know. You know you know why your ESPN app or your Yahoo app always says when you're down by 100, it says 1% chance to win? And you're like, so you're saying there's a chance. There's a chance. There is always a chance. You never know when that guy has the Alvin Kamara Christmas game. 
six TDs. You just never know. Obviously, is it likely? No, absolutely fucking not. But it happens. I mean, just the fact that the Ravens won the game themselves. Yeah, they were down 16. It's very improbable. But hey, that's football for you. Well, let's get into the Thursday night preview. And if you guys are listening to this episode past Thursday, you know, Friday, Saturday, just check out the episode description and we will make sure that we leave a note for you guys to fast forward to to get past the Thursday night game. Colin. Yes. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Philadelphia Eagles, Tom Brady, Jalen Hurts, Mike Evans, Devontae Smith, Miles Sanders. Leonard Fournette, and Miles Sanders. No, it should be a fun one. I mean, Tom Brady and the offense have been hot so far this year. We got, what, 52 points? Or 52 and a half. 52 and a half. We all love the over. That might be too many points, but we'll see how selfish Jalen Hurts is tonight. Will he give Miles Sanders the rock? Will they score a touchdown to Devonta Smith without a pass interference being called? I don't know. Time will tell. <laughs> we'll find out at 830 tonight. Dude, I'm telling you that Jalen Hurts, Lamar Jackson, fucking Josh Allen, they are vultures for running backs. Yeah, Name, think about all three of those guys. None of their running backs are fantasy relevant. Well, I mean, you think Zach Moss is actually scoring rushing touchdowns. James Conner's got like the most rushing touchdowns in the league. But then there's Jalen Hurts. They don't have a single rushing touchdown this year. Josh Allen, obviously, Zach Moss is doing well, but it's just ridiculous. Doing Jaylen, well, but think about how much better he could be doing if Josh Allen didn't vulture no, yeah. all his touchdowns. No, I agree, but that's just part of the game. I mean, you got a guy that that's just another option to run the ball, especially with the read option offenses. <laughs> all right, well, I'll tell you what, Darnell Henderson, you're not worried about Stafford vulturing his red zone touchdowns. You no, know what I know. I'm saying? So yeah. it's like, it's just different. It just sucks. Yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, Jalen Hurts is the epitome of the selfish running quarterback that will take every rushing touchdown. I mean, it helps his fantasy value. That, dude, that uh, fucking play where he were, they were running the read option and he literally just didn't give it or just pull didn't it. Get it. Or he pull got, it. He yeah. just fucking wrote it the whole way. Yeah. <laughs> and then just ran right into the ass of the center. And everyone was like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, I saw something that Miles Sanders has the, mo- like the second most touches without, without a touchdown yet. And so hopefully tonight is the night because I'm starting him regretfully. But... Maybe this is the night Jalen Hurst decides, uh, hey, maybe we'll give Miles yeah, Sanders against, a against that stout running D. I'm sure this is the <laughs> night This is the night that Miles Sanders is going to go off. The same, I feel like the same thing happened last year, though. Miles Sanders started off a little slow, and then the Steelers were coming he up. He ended slow, too. He just sucks. He doesn't I, suck. We, I told you guys, go go look yeah, back. Go listen to episode one. I said there's two guys I'm not touched with a 10-foot pole. It's Miles Sanders and that other guy, JM. Yeah, we don't say his we name. We don't say his name. Are you yeah. questioning Miles Sanders' talent or his opportunity? Just his situation he's in. Same with Joe Mixon. I've said this a thousand times. It's not Joe Mixon's fault that he sucks. He just does. He just sucks. It's just the situation he's in. He gets 50 carries a game and doesn't do shit with it. Miles Sanders doesn't get any carries. And when he does, just it is what it is. Sometimes. He has the second highest yards per carry in the league right now. Yeah, with six a game. How fucking relevant is that? It doesn't make sense. It sounds like it's something in in the coach's scheme that is off. No, it yeah. Sounds like it's the game plan, Rod. You said you were itching to say something. I, I saw oh that. no, you guys are talking about spreads, and I saw a fun fact that uh, the Eagles are four zero against the spread in their last four home games. Tom Brady is like zero really? eleven yeah. in his last eleven primetime. Question: games. That Monday night game with uh, the Cowboys for the Eagles were they home or away? They were away. They were at they were at Dallas. Oh, I was gonna say because yeah. everyone was on the Eagles for that one, and that was a debacle. Yeah, that was terrible. Um, I was on the boys, but that's because I also had Dak and Coop. So. I'm thinking about like if I were to, if I were a betting man tonight, I, I hate the Eagles as a franchise. Like I don't I don't know why. It's one of those teams that I just can't stand. Like the Jets, I'll never own a Jets jersey. I don't give a fuck who it is. Like I hate the Jets. The colors piss me off. Like the Eagles is one of those teams I just can't stand. So I'm not gonna be betting them. And I like Tom Brady. He's a winner. I have Leonard Fournette. He's a winner. He's a winner. <laughs> he is. I have Fournette. I have Brady. So like I'm all in. 
I'm going to be hammering the seven, but I know it's probably no. The over. Well, do you not hear yeah, what I just you said about two that. minutes ago? What? Tom Brady is 0-4-11 covering the spread his last 11 primetime games, excluding playoffs. Yeah, see, when a stat like that goes viral, now it's time to for the reverse. So now a bunch of people go, all right, so there you go. You just gave me two stats that the Eagles are 4-0 at home covering yeah. the spread and that Brady's 0-11 or some shit covering the spread on primetime. So that screams Eagles, correct? Correct. That's why I'm taking the box. I don't, I don't, I don't do all the... No, because we did this shit last week. What what game was it? I said, oh yeah, it's a max play. I'm taking the C or I'm taking the Rams. Yep. And then you guys said it was Thursday night. I said, oh, I'm taking the Rams. And you guys said, oh, well, Russell Wilson is this and this on prime time, and the Seahawks are six and zero when wearing their green jerseys. All this, this, and then I immediately switched and I said, all right, max play lock C uh, Seahawks. And then they fucking got their ass kicked. Well, because Russell Wilson ruptured his damn finger. Whatever it is, Vegas had the call in, bro. Oh, yeah. They, they took a hit out on Russell Wilson to make sure he hit some, his what finger on someone's helmet. What do you know? What do you know? I don't know. You don't know a quarterback that's never missed a start would snap his finger in half at half. Too much, too much money on the Rams. Apparently. Or on the, on the Seahawks. I don't know. That's what happened. Russell Wilson hurt, and the Seahawks offense couldn't do anything. That's All what right. I, I, I said it. I'm taking the bucks. I'm not changing it. Oh, I'm taking the bucks. Okay. I will add. Let's go to fantasy impl- implications now. So you got Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, and Antonio Brown, all yes. who could be number one wide receivers, all with over 300 receiving yards on the year so far. Mike Evans leads uh, with three, th- 393, with 29 receptions, with four scores. Uh, who are you guys taking tonight to be the guy that's going to pop off? I, mean, I feel like it's Chris Godwin's turn, isn't it? It was AB. It's like it was, it was AB last week. Well, Mike Evans well, had Mike a Evans game. did well too. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, the Bucks. So did Godwin though. He he had, yeah, he had yeah. a thirteen They're all point game right too. now. Yeah. The Bucks they pass the ball so much, and there's a good chance one of those three guys will be open at all times. So I mean, for, honestly, that just, that offense just fantasy friendly as it gets. They they throw the ball really in the most is. neutral situations. They they just want to light the scorecard up. So honestly, you're starting all of them with confidence. You just don't know which one's going to have the big game, but you feel pretty confident that each of them will have at least a consistent, you know, minimum ten point game. Yeah, and even their passing game is so good that it's obviously we've seen it's created uh, more room and more work for Leonard Fournette to eat. Yeah, and he's been doing fantastic. He had a twenty point game last week, and I like him this week as well. I, even Giovanni Bernard's catching the rock and yeah, and making some work. Yeah, yeah, it. no, and he's like projected like four points. But honestly, guys, if you are shit out of luck on bye weeks or injuries and you are thinking about starting Giovanni Bernard, there's a good chance that guy catches a touchdown pass tonight. He has been the last few weeks. So, and that's my thing. I got a question for you. So in one of my leagues, I got um, uh, Mark Ingram in. I'm that, I'm that down bad at running back. Would you do Mark Ingram or would you do uh, Giovanni Bernard? I mean, they're probably both in the same situation, so... Want to go fire up Giovanni Bernard on Thursday Night Football, you know? Yeah, it's just a matter of carries, you know? You never know. I know uh, David Johnson's been getting a lot of work lately. Well, how valuable How valuable do you feel a carry is for the Texans? You know what I mean? Yeah, not very if valuable. He's getting a carry. Odds are it's probably not in the opposing territory. Yeah, he's in some miles in the red zone. Sure. You know? Yeah. Or Joe Mixon. Anyway, but yeah, no, it's going to be a great game. Rod, to you answer your question, I feel like primetime is always Antonio Brown's, like, Territory, yeah, he loves that shit. You know, who, you know who hates primetime. Sorry, Mike, Mike Evans. Evans. He does. He, he hates absolutely primetime. hates primetime. He loves when you're watching the red zone and then they're like, "Oh, Mike Evans has 210." Yeah. No, that's yep. so true. Hey, AB likes the primetime games. Mike Evans likes the four o'clock games. Yep. And Chris Godwin loves the one o'clock games. Yeah. Yeah. It's just the way it goes. It's really weird. Science it is weird. It. It's it probably Tom's weird. doing too. No, yeah. Some <laughs> Tom's like, look, today this is your day. Tom's got a chip in that warriors him. Oh, you know what though? Maybe like you you were joking around when you said science proves it. I think science might actually prove it. If we no, went back and ran the numbers, that's probably accurate. 
Uh, the Eagles don't really have any much to stand out dish, but I will add the defense was great last week, holding Sam Darnold to 177 passing yards, and they had three interceptions. Courtesy to Darius Slay, he was not happy with the performance of the Eagles defensively, and they somehow turned it around against that game. Darius Slay is talking a, shit. very quietly, having a good year. Yeah, he's talking shit, very and he's quietly. getting he's getting pissed, and he and, yeah. and he has every right to do that because he is a top corner in the league. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, all right, oh, step up is. to the plate and do something. He is. He is. Um, he's always been the interception guy. Big play slay. Now, <laughs> I will say that uh, nobody ever wants to talk about the 200 yards he gives up before he gets that last minute interception, but it is what it is. Fine. I just, I've had a lot of years watching that, man. I just, uh, anytime I hear that he's bitching again, I'm just like, oh, there's Darius Slay again. That guy just can't shut up, but it is what it is. Fucking Darius Slay. Yeah. I mean, I got Bobby Price as my wide, uh, my cornerback one now on my squad, so I, okay. I would gladly take Darius Slay back for that third-round pick. But I think you would. Eagle side uh, of the ball. Eagle side of the ball. Um, I'm not touching anyone with a 10-foot pull besides Devontae Smith. I think he might have a good chance to get in the end zone tonight. Um, I'm not a Rieger guy. I think Zach Ertz is a very Ertz is, is, is Goddard down? Goddard's out with COVID, yep. Okay, so I do like Ertz. He's... He's always a, a red zone threat. That's he's, a good he's time. He's a threat to get five catches, too. Is he back? Yeah, I think, back. Yeah, yeah, I think he's been back. I don't he know ha- why. He hasn't been back, though. Like, he's not no, in yeah, the he top. He hasn't been back ever since Goddard has, has come around and made a name for himself. But why was he, like, why was he even being talked about as, like, not relevant or not even draft-worthy? I feel like he didn't even get drafted in fantasy leagues. Everyone thought he was getting traded. Yeah, that was the issue. Okay, that's even better. I'd, what if he got traded to a team that didn't have a tight end? That'd be nice. I mean, So like, why did nobody draft that's him? That's why people, people were surprised that people did think he was going to get traded. And then once we find out that they're keeping him around. Dude, I thought he retired. I just have no He's confidence young. in starting Zach Ertz in any lineup that I have yet. If even you today, were down bad at tight end, Even dude. today? Yeah, with, with Goddard today. out, come on. Not yet. So you feel more comfortable starting a guy like... Ricky uh, Seals-Jones? Fuck no. That is, that's an interesting comparison, actually. It is, because Ricky Seals-Jones is coming out from the third string tight end spot, but he's projected to have actually a pretty decent game, especially against the Chiefs, who let up a lot of yards to tight ends. As I mentioned last week, Roderick... Dawson Knox. I told you it was going to no, hit. You did. It was correct. You're correct. I've, I've been down bad. So I know. I know. I know you're Chiefs, and I'm not even going to make fun of you today. Yeah. You're, I know they're hurting you. Thank you. And it is what it is. All right. Welcome to the uh, shit shit streak. It's it hurts. It hurts. But welcome to the shit streak steamboat, and uh, we take off every every Sunday at one o'clock. So are you guys ready for Would You Rather? Yeah. Let's get into some Would You Rather. We, wait, yeah. We should tell the viewers start Jalen Hurts start. Uh, Devonta Smith. Okay. And probably start Zach Ertz, depending on your tight end situation. Don't start I, him over anyone crazy, obviously. But if your tight end position is looking a little weak, throw him out there. It's primetime football. I'm cool with starting Jalen Hurts just because the, the Bucks secondary continuous, continues to be shit-stomped back there by injuries. Yeah. And they, yeah. again, they lose, they lose Carlton Davis now, right? Yep. And that just adds on to another guy who's out for them. So they're they're starting some no names back there with Richard Sherman who doesn't look good. Not looks out of his element. Sure. Not the same dude. Not the same guy. Not the L O B. L O B. Put a sorry ass receiver like Crabtree. That's what you're gonna get. You're not gonna get that out of Sherman anymore. Okay. Oh, come on, Rod. You didn't like that? <laughs> I liked that. I like I like I like Rod, Rod wasn't watching football. Yeah, you remember I, I only times. started watching That's football. That's true. You didn't watch back then. That was yeah. two it was before your time. Yeah, it was before I started watching. Uh so would you rather here we go. Would you rather we do this every Thursday? Would you rather have or have for the dollar amount? First one is fifty nine hundred for Baker or Tannehill going against Buffalo. Nope. 
or Heineke going against the Chiefs <laughs> for 5,800? Who? I'm yeah, sorry. Right. 5,900 for Baker going against Arizona or Tannehill going against Buffalo. Or would you rather pay fifty eight hundred for Heineke going against the Chiefs? So would you rather save the hundred bucks, take Heineke, or would you take the other two at fifty nine hundred? All these options suck balls. Let me just say that. Yep. But for me, sorry, Rod, it's going to be save the hundred bucks and take Heineke because him and McLaurin have been hooking up pretty good. They got Curtis Samuel back, even though he hasn't done anything yet, and the Chiefs' defense is down. Bad, and if Terry can get past Sorensen, which looks like everybody in the league can, everybody can, we are looking good. So I will be taking Heineke. Yeah, I mean, for me, I'm not a big advocate for saving money. I'd rather just spend it, but I'm still taking Heineke. I'll save the hundred dollars, throw it somewhere else. I think Heineke's in a good spot to to perform well. To be week. honest, for me, if if Heineke was more expensive by them by a couple hundred, I'd probably still take Heineke. I would also. But so I think that's a flawed pricing for you guys out there. I think Heineke would be a good flyer for you guys this year, and he can score on his legs too. So He's my starting quarterback in one league, so. That's fucking disgusting. Oh, I lost Russ. <laughs> you must be down bad. Down bad. Oh, I lost Russ. You man, injuries happen. You better go you pick know? up Geno Smith. Never. Okay, next one. $6,000 for Henderson going against the Giants or Fournette going against the Eagles tonight. Hmm. Six thousand. That's 6, a tough 000. one. Go ahead. That is a tough one. I'm going with. Mm, I'm going with Henderson. I want to go with Henderson too. Two Hendersons. Yeah. I do. You want to say why? I mean, I think both of them are very good plays this week. But Hender, I mean, Henderson. He, he's going to get. He'll most likely get more touches. Yeah. Probably get more receptions. Yeah. My my point was uh, more likely to get in the end zone too. Probably. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. The the yeah. That's that's a hundred percent facts. Yes. Um, and then I just think that the Rams are going to be shit kicking the Giants a lot more than the Bucks will be the Eagles. And I think they're going to be running out. You know how McVay is, dude. And if he can run out a clock with Stafford, Stafford loves that shit too. Yeah. So if they're going to run out the clock with with uh, Henderson. You might have an opportunity for him to get some trash points and some trash yards. So both good plays though. Yeah. They're they're both sound. That's why they're up there. That's why they're pricey. Fifty five hundred for Zach Moss going against Tennessee, James Conner going against Cleveland, or Devontae Booker going against uh the Rams? Dallas. Yeah. Yes. No, the Rams. The Rams, yeah. Which Ooh. one? Fifty eight hundred bucks. Excuse me, fifty five hundred bucks. Zach Moss, James Conner, or Devontae Booker? Which Honestly, one? And don't make fun of me. No, I'm going to say the same answer as you. Okay. <laughs> Don't right. make fun of me. I'm going to say the same answer as you. Yeah, All right, here we he's go. He's going to make fun of me for Booker, but honestly, man, that guy's just going to hes gonna get the work while Saquon's out, and he catches the ball exceptionally well. Okay, so that's a plus two. So you're not dropping off too much. Obviously, Saquon's Saquon. He's a different, different beast, but Booker's going to get the work. He's going to get the touches. He got over 85% uh, snap share after Saquon went out. So it's not like he's getting threatened for for touches like um, like Williams and um, Herbert. Or who's that one guy from Chicago? Khalil. That's what Khalil Herbert, right? So mm-hmm. that's what we're talking. It's not like you're expecting Booker to you know be a worker, and then all of a sudden the guy behind him comes in and starts taking his carries. That's not going to happen. And he's going to catch the ball a lot. Um, I think they're going to use him a lot. Yeah, I mean, I feel like usage alone, you feel pretty comfortable with Booker. Um, but obviously he's been in this position before with Saquon being out all of last year and he still had quite a few dud games. Obviously he had quite a few good games last year. He had a good game last weekend. Uh, but I mean, if I'm, I'm probably choosing Booker, but it, Zach Moss does make me feel some type of way. I mean, he doesn't get as many touches as Booker will get, but for some reason, every time he touches the rock, it's like he's scoring, he's just scoring a touchdown or he's, he's making a good, good chunk play. There. Okay, so next on the list we have uh, at 6,700, uh, Jamar Chase going against Detroit, Deontay Johnson going against Seattle, or Tyler Lockett going against Pittsburgh. So we got two wide receivers going to the same uh, game. Same game. Who, who was the first? 
Chase, Jamar Chase going against uh, Detroit. I like that. Ooh. Have you guys seen the starting lineup for the Detroit Lions secondary? Mm. All right, Rod. Here, Colin, you could talk real quick while I figure this out. I mean, yeah, for me, obviously Jamar Chase is doing exactly what we were expecting out of a transcendent receiver like himself out of LSU. Just what they do. But, Indeed. But, all right, we're just going to cross Tyler Lockett out. Okay. No need for Tyler Lockett. Yeah, Geno Smith, no thank you. Okay. But... Who was the other guy again? Uh, Deontay, Deontay Johnson. Johnson. Deontay Johnson. That's a good Let me talk too. about this guy. I have I have the corners real quick. If you were about the bullshit right here. Oh, I'm not bullshit about okay. Deontay Johnson. Right. Deontay Johnson is probably the most underrated receiver in the league. People know more about his drop issues than they do about how much this guy has output has, how much this guy has done in the last year and a half. This guy has been unreal ever since he's gotten the wide receiver one job in Pittsburgh. He gets over 10 targets a game, actually over 12 targets a game. It seems like he scores a touchdown every week, gets seven catches every week. I don't, I don't remember the last time he scored under 15 points in fantasy. He got 15 this week, and he only caught two balls because yeah. he happened to catch an 80-yard touchdown, was which was the one. most surprising thing I've seen out of Deontay Johnson since I've seen him play football. However, Jamar Chase is playing the Lions, and he is off to a torrid start. You can't go wrong with either. I'm probably going with Deontay Johnson. If you're going with Deontay Johnson, let me just let me just add this, okay? Are you ready? Are you ready for this? I'm so ready. Okay, cornerback one for the Detroit Lions, Jerry Jacobs. You heard of him? Is he jo- is he related to Josh Jacobs? Probably not. <laughs> he is the rookie undrafted free agent. That's cornerback one, not okay. even two. That's one. No name. No name. Cornerback two, Bobby Price, converted from safety. Oh boy. So he didn't even play corner when he got in the league. Okay. All right. And our, our nickelback. Okay. Ready? Yep. AJ Parker, rookie, undrafted. Must be related to must be like Devontae Parker. AJ Parker's been playing well. Congratulations. <laughs> but I have no I, idea who these I, guys are. I don't want them. Okay, we can't name the Lions corners, but you guys probably can't name Seattle's corners. So what's the difference? No, but like that's, no, not, but the that's not the point. No, that's not the point. Seattle's <laughs> corners <laughs> Seattle's <laughs> corners aren't probably this down bad. You just I just listed two undrafted free agent rookies. And a converted safety. Yeah. So I will be taking Jamar Chase, and I will be I will feel comfortable with it. Also, in DraftKings, I will be taking Tyler Boyd, and I'll be taking T. Higgins. You can play any wide receiver. Play them all, because yeah. none of them are... Dude, Burrow finna have a... Wait, what's going on with his throat? His throat's good. He just can't talk. He's can't... He's on a no-talking. Yeah, so he can't talk. Fucking silent snap oh, count. Yeah. on Sunday, probably. <laughs> yeah, it's going back to college days. Going back to, I think it's actually illegal in the NFL. Is it really? Yeah, that's why you're not allowed to do it in the NFL. I did not know that. But here, so let me tell you facts or fiction. What? You can't clap. Silence, clap, clap count is illegal in the I NFL. Clap. Because I always see guys going like, so like, like, like this. No, like, clap hey, 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 to get the snap off. Yeah, but I don't think they can go like silent count. Yeah, like they do in college. Yeah. yeah. I fucking hate that. I, I, you know what I never understood? I've obviously never played in a big game like that where you can't hear your quarterback. Like. The most play, people we've ever played in front of is probably like seven, 8,000. So I've never understood. If it's that loud in there, how the fuck do you hear a quarterback clapping? Yeah, I don't get that either. Everyone's clapping. <laughs> the whole yeah. stadium's clapping. So is it I just, never understood maybe that. Maybe you, you get used I to someone's like, clap. I feel like in those big games, it's like you just you probably block everything out. It's just like all you like, can hear. I know in the NFL, field. if you guys look closely, the left guard usually taps the center. He's looking back. Yeah. And then he'll be like, all right, he's ready for it. Snap it. And then the center will look back, look up at the line, and then go whoop. That's yeah. it. So, you no, know. But let me tell you something about uh, Jamar Chase this week. Obviously, last week, the Vikings were playing the Lions. And Adam Thielen is actually a very similar receiver to Jamar Chase. Not in terms of speed. Obviously, Jamar Chase has more speed. But in terms of their route tree and what types of routes they run, Jamar Chase is not a big separation guy. He just he manhandles the guys he plays against. 
just like Adam Thielen does. Somehow he just he gets the ball, he gets the possession catches, and he was held to two catches for 40 yards. Justin Jefferson, on the other hand, the separation guy, went nuts. I think this might be a T. Higgins game for the Bengals. All right, so the last one we have uh, for today, actually there's two more, uh, Devontae Smith or Amari Cooper for $6,000. Either. I, I'd go with Smith just because the Tampa Bay secondary is that banged up. I like his matchup a whole lot better, and Coop and Dak are both going through like a six-week span of some tough defenses. And guys, remember that too. I mean, if you guys want to sell high, Coop's coming off of two straight touchdown weeks. I know some people. I know a lot of people aren't dumb, man. They they see that he's playing forty percent snap share, but I mean, maybe that's a selling point for you. Maybe say, hey, after their buy next week, he's gonna come back healthy and he's scoring a touchdown every week on forty percent snaps. So you know, if he can get back up to ninety, he's valuable to you, and he is. But um, they're just they're gonna have. It's not even about his health. It's about their matchups, and they're gonna have some brutal matchups coming up. And just keep that in mind. But for me, it's gonna be Devontae Smith just because of the matchups. Yeah, I mean, for six thousand dollars, I probably will stay away from both these guys. Yeah, it's a that's a high price point, but, very high. I mean, yeah, I probably go Devonta Smith just because he is the main main guy out there in Philly. I mean, so is Coop, but yeah, but they still got mouths to feed opposed to him. Apparently, Dalton Schultz is the new alpha in that offense. Yeah, but yeah, Twitter I mean, analytics. Okay, yeah. uh, let's just go to you guys as our redraft and uh, and, and rankings. Um, oh, you want to hear the top the top tens the rest of the season, Rod? That's what you want to hear? Yeah, um, we did. We did, we did enough. Would you rather for today? Uh, so today we are going to do something fun. I'm really looking forward to this. So these guys are going to uh, redraft and re rank these players and positions from quarterback to running back, back and receiver. receivers. No tight ends. Tight ends top five is pretty clear. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. clear and obvious. And then I'm going to be kind of the the you know the breaker. Yeah, you're going to be the voter. Yeah, I'm be the voter. So you guys take it away. What are we right. starting with? Let's start with QBs. All right, you go with 10 first. All right, 10. Throw you for, for a fucking loop here. Okay. Jameis Winston. I, that's that's actually interesting. Is that banking on the Michael Thomas? Michael Thomas is coming back, and they have, I think, the third easiest schedule for the next six weeks coming up. I do like best, it. Best matchups for quarterbacks, wide receiver duos. And with Michael Thomas coming back, obviously, he is a big-name big, big name guy, big-play guy. He's going to help He's gonna help Jameis out a lot, and he that guy fucking loves the end zone. So Yeah. Not bad. Number 10 for me, Joe Burrow. feel like they've been running the ball a little bit too much to start the season. feel like that changes pretty quickly here as they start to get more more difficult teams on the schedule. I think, he, I mean, he's passing the ball very well still, so I think Joe Burrow, safe top 10 pick. Rod, what am I supposed to do with this? You don't have to, you don't have to say anything. Just say if, if you disagree or agree. I agree with both. I think right. they both fell in... Great position for you guys on that. All right, you want to rattle these off unless you really want to say something about someone? Yeah. All right, I got Rodgers next at nine. I got Stafford at nine. I got Stafford at eight. I have Dak at eight. I have Dak at seven. I have Jalen Hurts at seven. I don't have Jalen Hurts at all. Wow. I don't have Rodgers. I don't have I don't have Jalen Hurts at all. You don't have Rodgers at all. No. Interesting. Wow. See that that's that that's interesting, Colin. Rodgers not all in your top ten to read read. Why why is that? Former reigning MVP. I mean, he hasn't had a top a top eight finish, which means that's why I project him to boom. No, I'm not talking about like this year. I'm talking about overall fantasy, like over a whole season. Last year was his first top five finish since like 2012. I don't believe that for a fucking second. Yeah, really? Is that true? Yeah. 
Wow. This guy's just talking out of his ass, guys. Don't listen to everything he says. There's no way that that's right. I'm serious. People always... The, <laughs> I'm serious. No, I'm serious. People always take, always took Rodgers as one of the top like five, six, seven quarterbacks, Signi- or mainly because what he did like early early 2010s when he was on that There's tier. no way we're holding on to shit for 11 years. Oh, people are. There's no way. People are. <laughs> I don't believe that for a well, second. Well, because he does. He has a couple of mid-seasons, and then he'll bounce back with an MVP-type season. Maybe I've just seen that guy ruin my, my Sunday so many times that... I just think he's that good still. Maybe no, it's I, possible. I, I, I still think he's the top three quarterback in the league. Mm. Not top five. All right, number six, I have Lamar Jackson. I have Justin Herbert. I, okay, I have number five for Kyler. Tom Brady at five for me. Jesus Christ. You know what, wow. Where's Tom Brady for you? I don't want to ruin it, but he's number one. Wow. Jeez. That's the best offense in the league. It is, but... With the best quarterback in the league. I think it, nowadays running backs that can... Or quarterbacks that can run the ball... It boosts the stats a little bit. You said you had Herbert at five? I have Herbert at six. I have Herbert at three. I have Mahomes at four and Josh Allen at two. Brady one. So that's for me that goes from one to ten. Tom Brady, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Kyler Murray, Lamar Jackson, Dak Prescott, Matthew Stafford, Aaron Rodgers, Jameis Winston. All right. One for me is Patrick Mahomes. Two is Kyler Murray. Three for me is Lamar. And four is Josh Allen. Then five, Tom Brady, Justin Herbert, Jalen Hurts, Dak Prescott, Stafford, Joe Burrow. I would be interested to hear why Colin has Patrick Mahomes at number one. I mean, I still think, I right, grant he still plays in the worst, are the worst with the worst defense in the league. It's still the best offense. I don't care what numbers tell you. It's still the best offense. They still get the most. They're still the most efficient offense, if you will. I'll still take him any any over any of the quarterbacks. You'd be silly if you. I mean, you wanted to trade Tom Brady for Patrick Mahomes. The Mahomes owner would say, you know, get the fuck out of here. That's you know true. I mean? That's true. So if I had to pick one of you guys' list that I that I would go with the most, you go with Collins because he had Mahomes at number one. Not just that, I liked Collins' list one through ten overall. Okay, all right. I think it's well balanced. So one nothing, Collins. I will say that um, with the Chiefs' defense actually sucking, that helps Mahomes. Yeah, <laughs> a lot. Because I mean, safety with Brady though. Too. If they're down, yeah, if they're down, you know, they're gonna be chucking the ball. So that's why I have Lamar at three. Yeah, their okay. defense is not the same. All as right, so you either. know what? This is what we're gonna do, Rod. I like that one nothing Collins lead. I'm just gonna list off my list, and then you're gonna list off your list, and then he's just gonna pick. Okay. All right. Running back starting at I'm ten ready. or one. Ten. Ten. Jonathan Taylor. Nine. Ezekiel Elliott. Eight. James Robinson. Seven. Aaron Jones. Six. DeAndre Swift. Five. Derrick Henry. No. The fuck! I got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I have nine. Okay. So, yeah, you forgot one. You forgot a pretty good one. Unless you yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, no. I did. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Ready? So I, I'll just put them in there. Okay. All right. Ten. Jonathan Taylor. Okay. Nine. Zeke, Ezekiel Elliott. Mm-hmm. Eight. James Robinson. Yep. Seven. Aaron Jones. Six. DeAndre Swift. Five. Alvin Kamara. Four. Derrick Henry. Three. Christian McCaffrey. Two. Najee Harris. And one. Austin Eckler. Wow. Mm. Big name I didn't hear in there. Number two, Ooh. number two stands out to me heavily. Dalvin Cook, yeah. Jesus Christ, and Alvin Kamara, and no Nick Chubb in there as well. Oh my God, uh, maybe I've maybe Colin maybe I rushed this. Let's hear Colin. Okay, so mine ten Najee Harris, okay, nine James Robinson, eight DeAndre Swift, seven Zeke, six Aaron Jones, five Alvin Kamara, four Derrick Henry, three Dalvin Cook, two Austin Eckler. And number one, Christian McCaffrey. Wait, where was Najee on your list? Ten. How? How? 
Because it's my list. That's where I put them. I understand you're entitled to your opinion, but please explain to me and the people how you can put Najee Harris, who is my number two, at 10. I, this is how I feel. No, why? I just... I just he obviously had a good game last week. He's had 20 plus. He's had a good game every week since he's, week he's one. He's had 20 plus the last three weeks. Yeah, and had 19 and a half week two. So let's call it 20 plus every single week except week one. That's just how I feel. Why? Explain. Because nobody's outscored him in that time span except for Austin Eckler. Because I still don't think he's going to... Well, number one, I don't think he's going to get 19 targets. That's a significant outlier. He got and that 19 was, targets. And that was... And he's done just as good every single week since. Yeah, no, he's done great. I mean, it comes down to whether you get in the end zone or whether you get targets. He's get targets, and he's been getting in the end zone. Do I think he's going to get 10-plus targets a game like he has been? No, probably not. I think he will. I, I think, think, I think, I think he'll either. get 8 to 10 targets a game. I don't think he'll score every game either. No, of course not. That's, that's moronic. But that's not the point. He's leading all running backs in the NFL in targets. I can make a case for each of these guys over Najee Harris. That's all I'm saying. So that's why I have him at 10. He's I mean, you can 10. make, you can make argumentative cases for anything ever. That's the whole point of a debate team. Yeah. But that's not the point. I mean, you're missing out on why. Why? why? I just don't get it. Najee Harris is top three. Top three, not three. Uh, I disagree. There's, there's, listen, I disagree. in PPR format, there's three guys you want. And it's Christian McCaffrey, Najee Harris, and Austin Eckler. You don't want Delvin in Cook whatever in order. You don't want Alvin Kamara in PPR. You don't want Aaron Jones in PPR. You don't want DeAndre Swift in PPR. You don't want Zeke in PPR. I want them all. They're all great running backs. But those are the three that catch the ball the most. Christian McCaffrey can get 10 catches any given Sunday. Kamara can get 10 catches every given Sunday. He hasn't been. Swift can as well. He hasn't been. Yes. He hasn't. He's got more, more catches and more yards than Najee Harris. He doesn't have more He's catches. He's got more touchdowns as He doesn't well. have more catches than Najee Harris. Look it up. All right, you want to do this? You want to play ball, buddy? No, I'll, I, I'll be the stat I, guy. I, I, I will add, while you guys are looking up the stats, um, I think that Ristic has valued Najee Harris a lot this year because And I might have undervalued him. I'll, yeah, I'll give it yeah. I'll give him that. You guys have both you guys are both like on the different ends of the spectrum with this. Yeah. But I think that uh Najee is performing very, very well. Like very, very, very well. Like we thought he would. Yeah. But would I put him at a two? <laughs> no. I don't think majority of people this would be a good thing that we can add on Twitter and ask our people who are involved with our fantasy football. Where would Najee Harris fall on your list? All right, Swift has Swift has one more catch than him, so they're the exact same catches. And I tell you, Deion, tell me how many more yards Deion let me, Swift let me, has. Let me let me tell you this. Yeah, probably a lot. But let me tell you this: Najee's got way more targets than him. I don't care. He's got one more catch. Boo hoo. How, how many more receiving yards does he have? Twenty nine to twenty. How many more receiving yards does he have? How the fuck am I supposed to add all? Because I'll tell you what: this. DeAndre Swift has the most yards after the catch in the league, not all for right. running backs, not for receivers, for everybody. I believe it. Yeah, it, it, good for DeAndre Swift. He's that's why he's top five on my list. Or number I got six. Him. Love Najee Harris. I, I get that, but I just don't understand. Like he, Najee Harris, it plays every single down. Yeah, he does. Swift doesn't. He does not. Austin Eckler's like the only other guy. Even him, even him doesn't he play, play every down, down either. McCaffrey and Najee Harris, Derrick Henry, McCaffrey, Najee Harris, Derrick Henry. Those are the three that play every fucking down. Dalvin Cook went healthy. Kamara does as well now. Fair. Every down one healthy. And those are the guys you want. Volume, plus they do shit with their volume. So that's the difference between them and a Joe Mixon. I think you're too high on Najee, and I'm probably too low on Najee. Either way, right, give me your scores. One nothing. Okay, so if I'm taking away Najee out of the list, right? If I'm just taking him out, and I'm just basing you guys off of what you guys did. I like what Ristic did with this list a lot. I like that he had Eckler at, at the top. Uh, I just, I can't, I don't know what our love is for Christian McCaffrey. He's so good, but like Eckler, 
is really, really fucking yeah, good. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, and, the, the, just the usage with McCaffrey, right? Yeah. That's a thing. I think that, that's what it is. Yeah. Uh, but I think your list was very well balanced in the right, right running back. And I'm not just saying that just to go 1-1, one, one, but I think it was a very, very good yeah. list. I mean, I did miss Dalvin Cook, but it, to be honest, if he's going to be banged up all year, like... Yeah, you guys both missed Nick Chubb, too, I think, who could have done the list, too. That's somewhere. the thing. It's like in a PPR format. That's the reason why I traded Chubb. That's my thing. You got to catch the ball on PPR format. This guy ran for 110 yards two weeks ago and got 11 points in fantasy. If he didn't score, I mean, his game is shit, which 110 yards in any standard of football is an amazing football game. Amazing, but not a good I'm fantasy game. telling you guys it's about time for people to start talking about number 27 on that team. Okay, I don't Aaron, know how much I'll, longer it's going to hey, take. I'll, no, say, no, I'll, I'll say, say it. I'll say it. I'll say it. No, no, I'll say it. Back. I'll say it. Cream Hunt's better, better running back. He's not. He's he number seven ranked running back He's right better. now. Yeah, I'm Kareem Hunt's better. Fantasy, yes. Fantasy, no, yes. I'm starting my NFL franchise. I'm taking Kareem Hunt over. Oh, I'm taking Kareem Hunt over Nick Chubb. Why? Because Chubb. he could do everything Nick Chubb can do on the ground, plus through the air. Plus through the air, which which Chubb can't do. Uh, give me Kareem Hunt 10 times out of 10 other than Nick Chubb. Over Nick Chubb. I, I think Nick Chubb is invaluable. Dude, I think Browns. people forget like what Kareem did on the on the on the Chiefs when he was the only back there. I, it was I pray. I pray that Kareem Hunt gets an opportunity to be the lead back somewhere again one See, day. See, I don't. I think his role right now fits him perfectly. No, he's, he, you know, he's, he, he's definitely doing well. He does well in this role, but he he is a bell cow guy. You should, yeah, and he's he's durable. He's always been. Yeah. So I would love for this guy to get twenty touches a game. Love for it. Okay. No, yeah, but Nick Chubb. I think he's one of the three best runners, runners in all football. He is. And his the Cleveland Browns literally just ride him. When they got a close game, a close lead, fourth quarter, they ride him. I don't see they I ride I him. disagree. When it's when it's three minutes and less, Nick Chubb is not in the game. Three Cream minutes and less what? Losing, coming from behind, close game, tie game? Uh I think a little bit of both because yeah, context matters because if they're up, they're just gonna run the For clock example, out. last year when they played the Ravens in that 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 big time game and that three minute, two minute yeah. drill, Cream Hunt was in, they were losing. Yeah. You know? And well, Cream so, Hunt's that guy because he can catch the ball better than Nick Chubb can. He can catch the ball more, more better than the receivers they have out there right now. Other than yeah. Odell. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I mean obviously it's the number one rushing our running back tandem in the Never league. seen a man that thick move that well. So crazy. Yeah. All right, uh, wide receivers now. I'm really like I love these lists. This is fun. Can, Go we, ahead, do this? can we do this more often? Yeah, we can do it every every. Uh, <laughs> right, we going from every one five or weeks. Yeah, every five, every five weeks. Dan, the season's gonna be over. By I know. Then. I know. <laughs> from ten or one. Ten, ten, ten. All right, number ten. New guy, Mike Williams. Okay. Nine, DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. Eight, Calvin Ridley. Mm-hmm. Seven, DJ Moore. Six, Scary Terry McLaurin, one of my favorite receivers in the league. Number five, my favorite receiver, Justin Jefferson. Four, Stephon Diggs. Three, Cooper Cup. Two, Tyreek Hill. One, Devontae Adams. Mm. I don't like his list. Mm. I don't like your list. We, have, we have the exact same guys, just in a much different order, except I have Keenan, and you have, instead of Keenan, you have Mike Williams. No, I have Mike Williams. Can you read DJ your list? Moore? Read your list one more time. Mike Williams, DeAndre Hopkins, Calvin Ridley. That's the guy. DJ Moore. I don't have Calvin Ridley. Okay. So I have DJ Moore at 10, Keenan Allen at 9, Mike Williams at 8, DeAndre Hopkins at 7, Stephon Diggs at 6, Terry McLaurin at 5, Justin Jefferson at 4, Devontae Adams at 3, Tyreek Hill at 2, Cooper Cup at 1. Going forward. There's one player who I like that you have on your list in ranking wise over than Colin. That's Stefan Diggs. 
I think he has Stefan Diggs kind of high. I have him at four. He's got him at five. Thought he had him at six. Rich, you have him at six he or does five? Have him at six. I have him at six. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. I think this is a, this. Where did you have him? Four. four. Yeah, I, I will. Since Stephon Diggs is like his targets are still there, and that's awesome and good for him. But um, he hasn't. He, there's been nothing to show for. Nothing him. to show for, it. and I think he will going forward. Like, don't yeah. like if you are a Stephon Diggs exactly. owner, please don't worry. Yeah, no like, panic. He, he, yeah, yeah, he'll be fine, and and absolutely, like I'm not worried about it. But I'm just saying, I can see a case where Terry McLaurin is getting so many targets and he's scoring with them. Justin Jefferson is arguably um, one of the best wide receivers in the NFL, if not top three. I I, I mean that. Like, put him up there with your Devontae Adams. I think you do a redraft right now. Entire league locks out. I think Justin Jefferson is the first wide receiver drafted. Like, like, like NF, not fantasy football. Yeah, no. GM. Okay, so that's an interesting... Let's talk about this for a second, Rod. Okay. Uh, first of all, actually, give us your score. Uh, I think Rissick won this one. All right, two to one, my lead. <laughs> with, with, Keenan, with Keenan Allen in the top ten? Yeah, you know Keenan's going to eat. I Only one only one that stood to me was Stephon Diggs. I, I what do you have Mike Williams one. on there? I had... It went DJ, Keenan, Mike. Oh, Mike Williams way ahead of Keenan Allen right now. Yeah, right now, Colin, but this Colin is going forward. Colin smashed you away in the quarterback one. But the no, I agree. Back one and, I agree. And, and, and wide receiver one, I think, was a little bit more. But, but all right, let's 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 talk about that for a second, because I think that's an interesting topic. Hmm. NFL locks out, which this has happened before, in, in not in the NFL, but in, in the NHL. It locks NBA out, too. right? NBA oh, too. Are you talking yeah. about like redrafting purposes? Yeah, yeah. Re- redrafting purposes. I don't know if that's ever happened necessarily, mm-hmm. but if it did, that would be insane. So lockout, nothing you can get settled. Everyone's contracts get washed, whatever. Boom. You're back in the pile. Every single player in the NFL is into a draft room. You think the first wide receiver taking is, like, I'm talking about Madden style, fantasy draft style, mm-hmm. Madden. First wide receiver taking is, is Justin Jefferson? Yep, and I think it's only a discussion with two other people. That's it. What what two, Jamar Chase and Tyreek Hill. I I, I think, agree. I think Tyreek Hill. How Rod? How old's Tyreek Hill? Twenty four. Twenty four. Twenty four. Do you think he got drafted? 20, or do you no, he's twenty five. Maybe I think he's no, twenty six. Twenty seven. Twenty eight. I think. No, I think he's, he's twenty five. He's got to be twenty eight. No, twenty seven. Regardless, if it starts with the two, that's a good twenty seven. Sorry. Yeah, I was closer. That's still pretty young. Yeah. Listen, I'm. I think Tyreek Hill goes number one. That man is I mean, so yeah, valuable. Definitely make a case for him. He he, electrifies your entire offense. You Minus can, the drop that he had this past weekend. Yeah, really it happens. Drop, yeah, that's so. what I'm saying. It happens. Yeah. It happens. Like it hurts. What, it surprises, hurts. what surprises me the most with Tyreek Hill is his contested catchability. Mm-hmm. He can jump up double coverage on a guy that's six inches taller than him, and it seems like it's probably a better chance that he comes out with that ball than the defender. You know what I mean? He makes those five tough foot catches. ten, baby. He and, makes those and, tough and, catches, and he's, and he's doing it. Well, so. you see those tree trunks; they get up, yeah, they and they move, get up. and they move, and, and, and they move, and they move. That but that's fact. interesting. So, what do you think the first quarterback off the board is? Probably Mahomes, though. Yeah, that's a silly question, I guess. Yeah, yeah. But without Andy Reid, I feel like somebody would be fucking themselves over by taking Pat. But that's an opinion. That's my <laughs> opinion. Running back, running back, uh, Swift, <laughs> Joe Mixon. Probably wouldn't be DeAndre Swift. I know it wouldn't be DeAndre Swift. That'd be ass It'd be pretty, It'd be honestly, Derrick Henry. I think it would be Derrick Henry, too. That oh, man is so durable. Yeah. yeah. Dude, you guys, nobody talks about this. Derrick Henry never gets hurt. Knock on wood. Derrick Henry hurts people. Yeah, he exactly. does. He's, He's the, the hammer, not the nail. Yeah. He's the hammer, not the nail. Dude, I literally marvel every time I watch him play. It's just like, this guy is literally a defensive end. Playing running playing back. Playing running back. That he actually was four or five. No. It's unbelievable. That's funny, though. I always talk about this. Like, tip your hat to his high school coach who saw that man that big 
and decided to throw him at running back instead of defensive end. Because any high school coach, you see a guy who's 6'6", you're throwing him at DN. You're not throwing him at running back. The guy who decided to let him play running back, thank you so much. Bless, bless his soul. Bless, because he he honestly probably could be a defensive end in the NFL. I think we should see that way. With, a, with a lot of these guys. Like I guarantee you, Miles Garrett played running back in college and got drafted to be a running back. In college, you played running back? I'm just saying, yeah. Hypothetically, Miles Garrett was a running back. Oh, you're his, saying hypothetically. I yeah. thought you said you guaranteed he played running back No, and his coach was like, you know, we're going to let you play running back instead of switching to DN, which you probably should be playing. Derrick Henry probably should be playing DN, but the coach let him play running back, which they should do. Miles Garrett would be a, a freak playing running back. He would. And I he definitely it. could. Dude, he he's not could. human, bro. You see he's the not human. He's just shit, too. He's just like, like, Dude, are all, are all human lists like... Guys to fight aliens if they ever invade the earth. Oh, he's on the list. Number Miles one Garrett, is Miles Garrett for me. Derrick Henry. Who's Derrick Henry? Uh, Deontay Wilder. I'll throw Aaron Donald yeah, there, Deontay too, Wilder's up sense. there. Yep. For sure. At this point, fucking Tyson Fury, too. <laughs> he's How can a, he he's not? All right, he's so I... Any heavyweight, heavyweight let's let's get into your... You know? I have my wired numbers to know. Let's Some do fun it. facts. We'll for, wrap up the show with, uh, with that. Yes, yeah, so wired numbers to know. Every week, we, we get you some numbers and see what you can make of it. All right, so we're going to start with the wide receivers. 37.9%. Devontae Adams leads the NFL with the 37.9% target share. 49.9%. Brandon Cooks has accounted for 49.9% of the Texas air yards. That's the highest mark in the league. Uh, 8.97. Uh, Tyler Boyd is averaging less than nine PPR points per game in three games with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Ooh, that's tough. Uh, 50, 50.3%. For the first time since Lamar Jackson became their start, starting quarterback, the Ravens are passing more than half of their offensive plays. Ooh. And 148.5. Joe Burrow has a 148.5 passer rating with targeting Jamar Chase. Damn. These are all... They, Rod, this is, this, is, this is good. I don't know if this is because this is the first time I actually listened yeah, I think to the shit you were saying. Because yeah, it actually was. I, I told myself before you started, I was like, all right, pay attention. Like Try to class, actually, yeah. listen. I was like, yeah. It's like my mom had a talk with me. She's like, you're sitting in the front tomorrow, okay? And you're asking questions. Yeah. You're raising your hand. You're asking questions. <laughs> so, like, this time I, I actually listened. And this was good. I don't know if you do this oh, every yeah, week. I remembered all of these. Yeah, somehow. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I do this every week. Hey, if you do this every week, congratulations. Every week. You've been doing a really good job, and I'm sorry for not for not engaging in that. Um, These are the bigger names, I feel like. Yeah, That's for what it sure. Was. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. Let's, start, let's start with the Devontae Adams. He leads the NFL with a 37.9 yes. target Thank share. Thank you, Rod. It brings me to my first point I want to make. That's why Ristic's list is flawed off the rip. Okay. How can Devontae Adams not be wide receiver one? Okay. That's all I got to say. No, I mean, That's that a good, a good argument. point. It's a, a good argument. Point. This is why debate team is good. Yeah. Hey, I'll tell you what. Things correlate pretty significantly in fantasy football. Yes. And for receivers, it's target share yes. and points. Facts. Sure. That's why Brandon Cooks was who he was the first four weeks. I, I get it 100%. No, but you got to take that. I mean, obviously, it's different because it's right, different. I, I get that he leads the NFL, so yes. like, there's no argument with that. But I guess you could say, show me Cooper Cup's target share. He's up there, and too. Then I guarantee you he's like number two. That's why I'm at number three. I'm so, And I just feel like... Uh, because there are more people to throw it to in L.A. that Cooper Cup will still eat because they're not going to triple cover Devontae Adams or Cooper Cup, which they are going to do with Devontae Adams or which they already do with Devontae Adams. They all know that Rodgers is throwing it to Adams. That's why it's still crazy to me. I know. Let's go to Tyler Boyd now. Tyler Boyd is averaging less than nine point PPR points per game with T. Higgins and Jamar Chase. Do we see this continuing? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. It's It sucks for him. I think he's a fantastic football player. I think he's a fantastic fantasy football player. It just sucks. When they drafted Jamar Chase, I knew one of them was going to start becoming irrelevant. And I was worried shitless that it was going to be T. Higgins. But uh, he's younger. He's faster. He's better. It's, it's not them. It's Tyler Boyd. Tyler Boyd's a great player, but... I love him. T. Higgins and Jamar Chase are better. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you, he shows that he's still got it. The Thursday yeah. night game, yeah. obviously, he went nuts. and that. 
What more can you ask for a guy? It just sucks. And last one I want to hit before we go to the next one. 50.3%. Lamar Jackson became the first starting quarterback. The Ravens, uh, for the Ravens, are passing more than half of their offensive plays. I am I am so high on Lamar Jackson the rest of the season. <laughs> I mean, he. I saw a stat that he's got he's got more total yards than half the league. More total yards himself than Jesus. half the league. Half he's, the league, he's, he's doing the thing, bro. He's doing it. He's, and everyone said, I saw or a lot of people were saying, oh, Lamar's got a lot of pressure on him this year. I think he's proven everyone wrong. And he, the one thing he is doing better than anyone could have ever predicted is throw the damn rock and throw it pretty damn well. It's time, though. It's time for Lamar to step up in the playoffs and down he, the stretch. He's forced to. He had the rushing, rushing attack behind him, always had the number one rushing attack. Yeah, bring up what you brought up last night. About how he, uh, oh, he's been defense. blessed by the gods. Yeah, of- I mean, with J.K. Dobbins and uh, Gus Edwards going down definitely changes things. Yeah, I don't think he has this type of year with those two still. I don't either. Because I, I was guarantee that same you, thing. they're running. They're running the pass ratio is probably sixty forty right. with those guys in. Yeah, Honestly. and and their defense has been hit by a lot of injuries too. And we saw yeah. the, the that the damn Colts lit their defense up. It's not like yeah. it's not like every drive. I mean, they would have had a lot more points if Rodrigo could hit a damn kick. Hundred yeah, percent. But do you think? Hey, that. you think you think that? Uh, Harbaugh wants to run 60-40 with Latavius Murray? No way, man. Yeah, I mean, that's the situation they're in. So I like it. Obviously, they're both out for the year, so this is going to continue. And if for some reason someone's offering Lamar in your league, uh, go get him, man. He's he's a fantasy. He is a fantasy god. I will say that. Am I starting my franchise with him? Probably not. No. But uh, he's a fantasy god. Yeah, hey, I, I, I just, about the props. Props were on fire on Monday night. I should have threw them out there. Yeah, I was going to ask because we did post the graphic oh, yeah. on, on Monday night. I was going to say, hey, maybe here's a little something-something for the guy who's 4-1. and one. Did, what, did you have anything? I went 3-for-3 three three on Monday night. I Jeez, took fucking A, man. I took, you're doing you. our viewers a disservice by not putting it out there. I know. But let me, I'll just tell you guys what I took real quick. I took Lamar over 330 total yards, that, rushing and passing. Easy. That hit. I, I feel took, like that hits every I week. I took Mark Andrews over four receptions, which was plus odds somehow. That hit. He's been playing like dick lately. Yeah. And then the last one was Latavius Murray under 64 rushing yards, which See, here's the thing. like a lock. I don't bet props, but now I'm about to start tailing you every single fucking week. I feel like week. props are way more predictable. 100%. Yeah, you can. You, have, you, you literally have analytics that shows, okay, this guy does this on a weekly basis. Let's take that into account. And this is who he's going and this, against. And this is his matchup. Yeah. So let's take it all into account. Now let's get a line. And like, switch. Switch to prop betting. Only. Yeah. I'll tell you what. There's a lot of people on Twitter that do this shit for a living. They'll help you guys out with prop bets if you want to do it. And, you know, find the guys that you like. And they might be able to help you out. But I got, uh, I got my guy right there. Yeah, no, I'd <laughs> be surprised though. You'd be, like especially with receivers, I've noticed that a lot. It's like you'll look at the receiving yards prop. You're like, okay, I think this guy's gonna have a great game. And then you look at his prop and it'd be like, oh, it's at 88 yards. It's like, holy shit, that's a lot of yards. And then it, like it steers you away a little bit. But then it's, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you'll find those mismatches in value where it's like, well, Tavius Murray's a certified scrub. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Yes, and if you're getting, he's a bona fide. <laughs> And if you're getting 64 yards, I don't even think, even if the Ravens were leading this game mm-hmm. through and through from start to finish, I still don't even think he would have got 64 yards. Well, I, I will say, like, and I'll tip my hat to my, my, my co-host here, par- partner in crime, Colin. I will say, I don't want to guess you up too much, but I was going back through the film. I was watching the film, and I was trying to find out our record for the Sunday shows throughout the year. And this guy, I like, he's so on point that I don't know if you guys remember, but three weeks ago he goes... I like Justin Jefferson's over. Um, it's at 82 and a half yards, whatever. And he goes, that sounds like a lot of yards, right? He's like, I like it over 100 yards. And I was like, oh, would you would you take the alternative option at plus money for over 100? He goes, yeah, I'd, I'd dabble in it. He got 118 yards that day. 
He's I just, remember that. He's, he's seeing getting, the board, man. I'm, now I'm getting cursed now. Oh, he's seeing I'm the getting, board. Yeah, we're gassing him up too much wood, now. Yeah, now, now we're tailing Ristics props this week. You should. I've been, I've been pretty decent, too. Hey, all right, Rod. At the end of the day, we're both plus money here on the show. That's that's all you could ask for. All right, running backs. Running backs. Here we go. 16. Miles Sanders saw 16 touches on Sunday, his second highest total of the season. He could be a buy-low candidate. I think he is a buy-low For his schedule coming up, he's got. Yeah. Mick Chubb leads the NFL with 289 yards after contact. Five. Mick Chubb leads? Yes. Five. Cordell Patterson has at least five catches in four straight games. 12.4. DeAndre Swift has scored just... 12.4 12.4 PPR points in the first quarter of this year. He scored 36.1 in the fourth. Mm. So, yeah, the Lions are trailing. They're throwing the ball to him <laughs> yeah, a lot more in the fourth. That makes sense. Perfect and he's sense. not listed as the starter. Yeah, technically, Jamal Thank Williams does start off all the games. Last two, 20. Devontae Freeman played a season-high 20 snaps in week five. No, thank you. Don't want to know that you know adds any interest to anybody. No, thank you. And last one, 74%. Zach Moss has a 74% snap share in week five, was the highest of his career. Yeah, and I think that's going to continue going forward, to be honest with you. I uh, I think Devin Singletary is droppable at this point, and um, Zach Moss is a buy-low candidate, to be honest with you. So I think they realize that Moss is a lot more efficient with the touches that he does get. Granted, they don't run the ball a whole lot regardless, um, but when they do, it looks like it's going to be Moss's game. I would buy low if you had that option. Uh, one of the numbers I do want to touch on is Nick Chubb and his after contact. You say he's number one in the league? Correct. And two, you want to know who number two is? Who is it? I am 90% sure it's Cream Hunt. No, I believe. It, I was surprised Derrick Henry was number one. I'm pretty sure it's Cream Hunt. 289. It's gotta be I, I saw Henry. it on Twitter. I've got to be Derrick It's either one of those guys. Dude, I see a stat like every week. Like It's like Derrick Henry rushing yards after contact, and it's like number one, and everyone else is like behind him. I will say this. Um, the Cardinals are the number one team for allowing yards after contact in the NFL. So with Chubb being, yeah, with Chubb and Hunt being up there in most yards after contact and with the Cardinals being the most yards allowed after contact, sounds like you should gas up those guys this week. Hardcore. 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 If you don't own them, so hard. Hide, 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 hide. Todd, 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 Todd. If you don't own them in any season-long leagues, fire them up in DraftKings. I got him in my league. I don't have him in any league. I got him in my league, Doc. I got a, I got a cream hunt share. I traded Chubb on accident. I have one brown share. Um, how, you, how you suck dick on there? <laughs> what? Um, all right, quarterback. Last thing, couple. Uh, Tom Brady has 2,072 intended air yards, is 189 more than any other quarterback. Wait, so He's already got 2,000 yards this season? No, air yards. Air yards. Air yards. So how many yards does he have? I think he's still leading the NFL. Yeah, he's, I think he is. That he, is does he already he's have two thousand seventeen fifty? I think that's fucking disgusting. He's, he's gonna get five thousand. Why? Why is he doing this yeah. to us? I have no. Idea. <laughs> he's doing it. It doesn't make sense. Idea. It doesn't. Like, look so at cool. look at Big Ben and look at the way like Philip Rivers like these Drew guys. Brees, fell off. Yeah, but Drew obviously Brees, yeah. Big Ben eats bread. Tom Brady don't eat bread. It's, I've never Drew seen Brees a guy in shape. It felt like, but still, I've never seen a guy get older and get better. Like he's he's dude. It's that training program he has. I think like that Guerrero guy takes. Really good care of him. Yeah. Well, he I pays swear like, to God. like he plays. I'm pretty sure he pays more money for his trainer than LeBron James does for him for his. I believe it. Doesn't surprise me. Uh, okay, T- Taylor Heineke has scored at least 23 fantasy points in three of four starts. Jalen Hurts 20 scrambles are tied with Jackson for the most in the NFL. 
And last one we're going to do here is 11.2. Despite the fact that his pass rate has gone up by 20%, Jackson is still averaging more than 11 rush attempts per game. So you guys can take what you want to do with that. I will also add. I regressed. I regressed. <laughs> Colin wasn't listening either. I have no. I was thinking about no, Tom Brady. All I heard. Was, all I heard was Tom Brady and Lamar Jackson. It's <laughs> yeah. okay. probably because they were both on my team. I, I, I will no add this. idea. You made a good point earlier about T- Taylor Heineke. Okay. Yeah, him too. And I hate to say this, and I and it tears my heart apart because I fucking hate this shit. But he has scored a lot of fantasy points for being Taylor Heineke. Yeah, and he's going up against the Chiefs defense that is terribly, is terribly, terribly performing. Terrible, it's just terrible. absolutely terrible. The Awful. locker room loves Taylor Heineke. That's what I'm hearing. It's like, so weird. They had that playoff game last year, and that was his first start. Or I don't think he started, but he ended up. So, like, whoever the quarterback was last year got hurt, and they it was and they Ryan got, Fitzpatrick. Yeah, it no, was that, Ryan. Oh, that's this oh, year. Oh, yeah, yeah. Who no, was it? They played the Bucks last year in the playoffs. It was. It was, uh, it was Alex Smith. It was Alex Smith. It was Alex Smith. Yeah. Oh, I thought Ryan Fitzpatrick did play. Oh, he joined the team this year. Yeah. Oh. But yeah, Heineke got the rock in the playoffs against the Bucs, and he made a come like a late comeback. And all of a sudden, I remember like Bucks guys were saying, Oh, this guy, this guy's like he's a baller. And even like Terry McLaurin says he loves this guy more than he said he loves any other quarterback he's gotten the rock from. I think he might be like no, he's going to be their guy. Yeah, he might be their guy. He's going to be their guy. Yeah. No, he is. He's, he's going to be their like guy. Because I just couldn't believe like, what? <laughs> Make me insecure. What do I look like? I don't know. You just like, yeah, he's the guy going forward. He's, he's the guy going forward. He's the guy. Yeah, yeah. No, here's a guy that. Uh, all right. Well, thank Chris you guys Collins for tuning impression. in. Oh, to my number, you think this is your ally? You merely adopted the deck. I was born in it, molded by it. <laughs> Top three. Well, thank you guys for tuning in to our Wired Dumbers to Top Know. Five. That's all I have for Wired Dumbers to Know today. All right, and that's all we have for the show today, guys. Like I said, check the video. Disc- well, at this point, if you're listening to this part, it doesn't matter. Um, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Live Wire Fantasy Football. Oh, a quick prop out there for the oh Thursday the night boys. prop. Thursday night prop. Please give me something good. Let's that do one? it. Yeah, you're not gonna like it. Give it to oh, me. Oh boy, you're not gonna like it. You're not gonna like it. Right? Be under Mike Evans yards. No, it's Miles Sanders. What is it? Receiving yards. I'll take it. I, I don't know what it's at. But Colin, it, Colin, I'm taking anything it. you put out there now. If it's I, under 25 yards, I'm taking it. I took him against um, the Cowboys. It was at 19 and a half, and he got that in his first two first two uh, catches. Yeah. No, I mean, he got six targets last week. He gets around five, six targets a game. Buccaneers obviously do very well against the run. They're going to be passing the ball. The pass rush is going to get to Jalen Hurts, and he's going to have no choice but to dump it down. I like I like twenty three yards. I'll check the receptions if that's anything. If it's probably at three, I'm guessing. But if it's at two and a half, at two studs, you best believe I will be on that. I'm looking right now for you, so you can so we can have the folks at home know what the deal is. Um, running back, wide receiver props. We're gonna go with reception yards. For who was it? Miles Sanders. Miles Sanders. Uh oh. 24 and a half. 24 and a half. That is not in your strike zone. 24 and a half. What are we doing? What are we doing? We need the we listeners need to know. 24 and a half. That wasn't in your strike zone. Don't fuck them over. 25. Did you? Yeah. That's right what's there. His, what's his receptions? Uh, three and a half plus money. <laughs> you like that one? Well, just because it's plus money. Yeah, I think he's going to get over 24 and a half receiving yards today. I do. All, All right. right, lock it in. Add lock that to it the board. in. All right. Add that to the Thanks board. Thanks for tuning in, folks. We'll be back on Sunday. Remember, live at 11, p- 11 a.m. Eastern. I always do that. 11 a.m. Eastern here on Twitter. Go ahead and give us a call. Tweet at us your questions. We'll take care of you guys. 
Thanks. Thanks.